Let's begin. So welcome to Morning Minutes with myself, Michael Vergio, and Mark Novak. And um, we were just saying before that it's Warren Buffett's quote about passion is really relevant at the moment um, as we see a transfer of energy between how people invest with shares, property, and then even if you take a bit closer within property, commercial and residential where um, we're quite fortunate where we've got a really good view as a company as we do a lot of commercial property and we do a lot of residential property. And I'm seeing a lot of confidence in residential and none in commercial. So Mark, how does that Warren Buffett quote relate to what we're sort of seeing at the moment? Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Anmal. Uh, Jeff Luby, always a pleasure having you guys on. Hey guys, um, look, at the moment, the biggest question we're getting asked from um, people every phone call. So I've got 40, 45 agents in the office and every single time um, we pick up the phone, the first three to five minutes is consumed with how how is it going in real estate? How how what's happening in real estate? You know, is it going to be hard to sell our property? Is it going to be hard to rent our property? That's the first. That's the first thing we get asked. So I think to address that is is really important. And I've, then I think to understand that and the direction it's going is even more important. Um, so the, what's the general conversation you're having, Michael, or your general response when you're talking with with, um, with sellers, buyers, tenants, landlords? Yeah, so I think it's one of that, it's one of, always related to properties of long-term, a long-term investment, five years, 10, 15, 30, 50 years. There's always going to be um, periods within that time frame that it's better to buy compared to other times, better to sell. We're always shifting from a buyer's market to a seller's market. The fundamental yeah. thing is the long-term asset. is That's what the plan is. You're not playing the short game. And then especially now with what's going on with coronavirus, um, where it's, it's, we've, had this, we've had similar things happen many times in the cycle, even in the last few years. Like we've had elections, royal commissions, We've had a lot of things external to the property market, which are where you could say uh, confidence is not high on where the economy is going, but they all, they all sort of come and go. The bushfires came and go. The Royal Commission comes and goes. It always sort of comes and goes. The one thing we always urge going, well, when everyone's saying don't buy, that's the perfect time to buy because you got less competition. Um, out there so and then with and I, sellers it can especially with sellers with that off the back of that we say well let's say if you do not you sell for 10 grand less you're probably buying for 10 grand less so let's and look I think what your position is i think it's important that the, the things you've you've mentioned some of those are have end have goal posts or an end light at the end of the tunnel some yeah. of the definitive finite and some of those do not. So when we're going through the GFC, it's like, man, are we ever going to come out of this or are we truly stuffed? Yes. The good news about an election is let's get to that date. After that date, we're sort of, we're going to be good. Um, and I think the good thing about Corona is there is a fixed, a fixed time, a, a, a fixed time frame, relatively fixed. It's not a date, but it's yeah. certainly people know that it's probably, we've got to buy time for probably three months, four months. Yep. 
and then we're going to come out of the other end. That's the good news. Now, to get through that and, and looking at, at what experienced investors are doing and have done in the past, we look to the great Warren Buffett, probably the best investor of this century, mm. and some of his famous quotes and relating those back to what we've, what we've just spoken about and what we've seen. And one of those ones, what's that quote this morning that we've got, Michael? Yeah, it's um, without passion, you don't have energy. Without energy, you have nothing. Okay. So, look, the energy is really, really important. A lot of people that I'm talking with, I get, I, I, I'm during, towards the end of the conversation, people go to me, you know what, I've never actually thought of it that way. And this is, this is what I'm saying to people. Basically, it's, we're all witnessing energy come out of certain places and we're all like, like crazy. You know, yeah, I, I think, like you know, market, for instance. yeah, like the share market, share market uh, public events. Yep. Um, you know, we've got a, we've got a, we've got a, a client in the CBD that does functions um, in, in the CBD of Sydney that have had all their functions cancelled. Um, and, uh, and it's very interesting saying that okay, that's very very clear. The energies come out of that, but like the great like the great uh, Einstein says, where where energy is transferred, it doesn't disappear. So yes. what's actually happening is the energy. What what we have to remember as a real estate industry is if the energy is coming out of a certain sector, it's going into other sectors. It's going into other sectors. Now, if you can read that play that's where you're actually going to do well, either with your confidence, either with your understanding or with your investing and with your money. So you're going to do well. So it's very, very clear. And allow me to give you an example. It's very, um, I've got a, a friend of mine that's in, um, he does scenting for uh, pubs, clubs, casinos. Yeah. Pub, so public. Scenting. 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 So he puts he puts a nice smell into the casino oh, area. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. So what's what's a guy going to do like that? Because all the public event places don't need scenting for the next couple of months, right? Yeah. So what's he going to do? He's going to turn around and look at the necessity or where the energy is going, and and where the energy is going for him is um, air sanitizing. Yeah, like you got two yeah. options there, don't you, Mark? He can either say the world's fucked, I'm doing nothing, curl up yes. your ball, yes. or look Accommodate. at where there's other opportunities. And yes. that's exactly right. And that's where people have so that opportunity. So get this. So he, he, he's got the ability to sanitize air. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and everyone's concerned about sanitation. Everyone yeah. wants to buy sanitation gel for their hands. People are going to happily have air sanitizing. So, you know, when pub, pubs and clubs are coming back to full force and they're saying we've got air sanitation mm. and this, these, these, are, these are the papers, um, you know, because it's because of their public spaces. They have to have, there's a special um, certification they have to have. Um, that, that's moving the energy away from one sector into another sector, accommodating the market. That's what we're doing in real estate. That's what yep. people have to do. And just like a simple analogy um, to bring it out of real estate, let's say you play soccer six nights a week and then the soccer season's finished, You then you play cricket. It's a very simple, you're doing one thing, changes, then you're on other and another. So yep. what we're seeing now with our comments to commercial pop property 
market is ripe for picking. I probably have, haven't seen a, probably a worse commercial market than now. Um, and I, I wow. the, probably the most regular conversation I have with people, um, buyers and landlords is because they just, especially sellers, they just assume because the residential market is going very strong, they just assume the commercial market's very strong. But I bring it back to, let's, t- let's take a, a step back of where the growth has been for residential. That's off the back of low interest rates. Now, we have low interest rates because the economy is not strong. Now, the economy is small business. Now, and what, where, do, and small businesses are in your warehouses, are in your office spaces. And when times aren't strong or good, they're not opening up a second location. They're not taking on a bigger premises. They're not moving. They're just focusing on staying around and not crumbling. So the commercial market is probably the worst it's ever been because we're not having that. Days on market is six months, nine months. Um, I, it's just, I've, I've, I'm, I'm shocked it came in fast because we don't have the transaction turnover like residential where you can see the pattern of if there's 10 units selling every month, you can sort of see the up and down, but if you've only got one every quarter and then that doesn't sell and you've got to roll over for another quarter, it's almost nine months before you see it. And I reckon we're at that part where I look back and I'm like, shit, it's, it's, it's very bad, but there are people out there that need to sell and want to sell because they're always either buying something else and they understand they're selling for less, but they're buying for less they're moving things around. So like this is now the perfect time to be looking at those markets because like you're looking residential and you hear hundred over reserve, 200 over reserve, like that hasn't happened in two years, three years. So why focus on that highly competitive market at the moment when there's a great opportunity where no one's looking at commercial? Yes, uh, the asset has to be rented and if those if that market that's the big one strong, that's the big one that's then, why they're not doing well yeah but instead of buying a property for a million dollars that you need rented buy something for half a million dollars that you can have it empty because you're holding you're going to have this property for 30 years and it will come out of this cycle in maybe one year three years but you've bought really well so that would be my advice if you could buy for two mil buy for one if you buy for one buy for half a million because of you, you will have um, vac- potential vacancies. So that's where I'd be looking. And even something that's tenanted a year ago, when you're, I- saying, you're saying enjoy the vacancy because you're going to get good capital growth. You get great capital growth. And then you also get further growth when it's tenanted because- And a cheap buy. Yeah, and a cheap buy. So enjoy the that- vacancy, enjoy the vacancy because you're going to get a cheap buy. Correct. So that's where I think people should be looking and for those reasons. And also enjoy the low interest rate environment because, oh. you know, your interest rate, your interest rates now, I was looking at them yesterday, Macquarie Bank is doing a five-year fixed rate at 2.7%. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's exactly right. Money's never been so cheap. So your holding costs. 7%. Yeah. Your holding costs are so low compared to what it is you can almost afford to have it vacant so i think that's a big one you gotta transfer your energy into um probably a commercial market which ha- doesn't have the competition and the competitiveness as residential does at the moment 
enjoy the enjoy the vacancy. Yeah. Enjoy the vacancy. Enjoy the low prices. Enjoy the low interest rates. Uh, if you can get someone in there, you know something also to really have a look at is the sectors that are prospering. Because, like I said, it, it, it's not necessary the business. There's less businesses. There's different types of business. Yeah. And again, and again, allow me to give you an example. I was thinking the other day we we had a property on the market for quite a while, which was a super freezer, mm. a super freezer. And then I was talking to a client yesterday and the client said, mate, we're sold out of freezers. Mm. I, said, what do you, I said, what do you mean? And then he said, you know, secondhand freezers, brand new freezers, people are buying freezers. I said, they're buying freezers to store food. He said, they are. Yeah, good they're, point. They're, they're stockpiling. And I said, that's pretty incredible because um, the next thing that's going to go is there's big freezers. So the little freezers are, are selling out. Now the big freezers are going to rent out. And we, you know, we've we've got a couple of those for sale at the moment, and 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 that uh, the, a client of mine that I was talking about, um, I was saying a great a great industry to be in is stockpile food. Yeah, the, so, the food that lasts. If you're selling something that lasts six months, then... yeah. But the problem is when you buy stockpile food, you've got to freeze the stockpile food, yeah, um, and you need you need room. So I, I was saying uh, to a client of mine, sell stockpile food, like trays of food that can be frozen, fresh. Mm -hmm. They're fresh. You can eat it now or you can freeze it. I said, yes. sell it to them for an extra 20% and tell them you'll freeze it for up to 12 months for them. Yeah, good point. So it's just that transfer of energy, guys, where you've got to, you've got to, um, you've just got to look at, you understand where, where it's coming out of. Yep. And, and understand where it's going into and don't fall into a false economy because toilet paper is a false economy because the toilet paper people know that they're not making that much money because that money has to last them for six to 12 months. Yeah. So because it's not like if there's, if they're not, they've had a surge of funds in the last month, but yes, if you've got have. a year of toilet paper, you're not going to be buying any more. So they can't now look at, let's say they normally do $10 a month and they've done $60 Correct. this month. They're Correct. not going to do probably 60 next month and they may not even do the 10, they'll do two. And the next month they may do three. Like it's, they've had their year income right now. So it's up to them to adapt to that Correct. And, do what, and invest that wisely. So the meal that they're eating has to last them a year. Yeah. Not, 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 not tonight. Um, so, I think, and people are clever enough with their stockpiling to pull that food out back out of the freezer and eat it and not, not buy it again, not buy it yeah. twice or three times. Yes. So I, I think that um, there's wonderful spending going on. Everyone's saying Woolies and Coles are making a fortune. Well, not really, um, because they're gonna, that's, that pipe of, uh, of income that's being earned has to be actually pushed over a longer period when the virus is over and the virus will be over. It's so true. It's and it's they've just they're if anything, it's um obviously that they're probably they're going to be fine handling that cash flow because business at that level. But there's plenty of small businesses who are who may be having a product that is in high demand at the moment, and yes. they may not be as smart and savvy with that. It's like you own have an investment property and your tenant pays you your full year in advance, and you go on a spending spree. Correct. Spot on. Like, 
what happens in a year. Like you find it with people who get paid monthly a lot. I know a lot of buddies, they get paid monthly. They live like kings for the first week of the month and then they're like peasants on the last week. So um, that's probably the best way to look at it, be sensible. And, and which, which potentially is going to lift a lot of people up right now and drop them on their ass really hard yeah. over the next three to six months. And so we've got, we've got to be careful with our cash. Um, now, something I want to be passionate about, I know we're talking about property and commercial property, but I also, we are Northern Beaches agents. Something I feel really strongly about is supporting your local. Yes. There's a lot local of businesses, guys. That, local deli, your local yeah. meat producer. Yeah. And I think you should, you're, you'd be surprised how, how many local suppliers there are. Like, yes, it is easy to go to Coles and it's one-stop shop, but there are a lot of great um, suppliers and wholesalers, say within Brookvale, where you can get your veggies and your meat and you get phenomenal service. Like they're, they're your, um, they remember your name, you're great, they'll custom it for you. And yeah. I really like that. Like, um, I'll go somewhere that treats me like a person rather than a number ticket. Um, yes, so maybe more driving. The survival of, of these commercial businesses, I, I think we've really got to we've really got to underpin our community. And I yeah. think that it's not you know I get that you want to eat your meal at home and you don't want to go to the restaurant, but you know ring the restaurant and ask them to Uber Eats the meal out to you one night a week just for the sake of supporting a local rather yeah. than eating the, the frozen McCain's uh, French fries. Yeah, I um, find we're all quick to blame the government for the economy, but we've got to really look in the mirror and go, where are you doing your shopping? If you're doing it all, say, at Coles and you've never yeah. once gone to your local corner store, then, like, you're part of the problem. And that's where we need to shift our spending. We need to be spending, if you look we at do. the uh, tax reliefs, for the coronavirus, um, a lot of it was based on, they still want you to spend. You gotta spend and you get the benefit. There are some cash um, injections. It was really, uh, someone wrote a really good article. I read it on that. I'll post it here. There's $17 billion relief package. A lot goes to medical, but also a lot goes to small business. Um, and Mark, what advice do you have to other agents out there and principals where I think we had our first ex excuse. You could, well, I don't think excuse is the right word, but tenant use the, um, the virus as an excuse not to pay rent. But I got to stress, guys, the owners still have their mortgage to pay. The banks haven't said, don't worry about paying us. So, it, it, like, what's the advice out there? Oh, I, still think, I still think the local thing, I, th I think it's really grassroots stuff that if, if you're going to circumvent or choke, um, intentionally a local business that you love, you're going to suffer in the future because um, yeah. that business is not going to be there. So I, I think with, with people's habitual spending, I think you uh, everyone gets that you don't want to catch the virus, but I think yeah. you've got to keep your habits up and I think you've got to sp keep your spending up and, uh, if you can, if you can, if you've still yeah. got a job. Um, and, and, you know, and, and I think, you know, support those, those guys you know, my, my local favourites, Lavotti's in DY, uh, yeah. Fuel Cafe in Brookvale. Um, you know, there's suppliers that I, I could potentially, you know, we've got over 150 suppliers to our business and I could potentially, I looked at it the other day, there was 50 we could get rid of and it's like, no, these guys are great and I want them to stick around. I've got to keep spending. So I think that that, that conch, conch, I think people, 
you know, can't have to be super conscious about continuing to buy their coffee from the local, continuing to buy products. You know, you know, if there's anything you're going to get done around the home, you know, you're going to shop at Bunnings to get stuff done, get stuff done. I, I think, you know, still, I, I don't, don't certainly don't put a choke, a choker on, um, on local businesses because mm. um, they're not going to be there for you in a year's time. And then you're going to be whinging, you know, you know, for the rest for the next three, five, six, seven years. Cause how good they were. So true. Um, like how many people complain about empty shops on Pitwater Road, say DY, but how often do you go in there and buy anything? You go on a Westfields, like yep. seriously. So I yep. think we all need to look at our spending habits and just saying that transfer of energy, instead of putting that energy in the big conglomerate, what's the word, conglomerate, conglomerate? Conglomerates. Conglomerates, look at your conglomerate. local, transfer yeah. the energy out of that to there. Uh, shares property uh, it's gone out of shares it will go in property and we're saying yep. there's great opportunities in commercial compared to where a lot of the focus and energy is in residential at the moment this little commercial is being forgotten and there's great yep. opportunities there and and people are still shopping but they're shopping for certainty yep they're shopping for certainty okay. so you know the uncertainty they have happily cut that fat out of their life and you yep. know travel um conferencing uh they're things that they don't they actually can do without so they got rid of it and they're shopping for certainty long life products um a home above their uh, uh, um, a roof, roof above their head. above their head uh and stuff like that so continue to shop certainty it's a it's a very very good thing but i think to understand that and and, I, and again another conversation i had yesterday was everyone was worried about computers taking people's jobs what the hell happened to that problem i'll tell you what happened to that problem the computers did take the labor force out it did get rid of the jobs but then it went over the technology sector and there's there's more jobs out there than ever so we're not we're not in production lines doing labor anymore that's get all automated now but we're more educated we've got computers doing stuff and the technology sector and the media sector is pumping so it's a, again, that's a perfect example of a transfer of energy. And when we're understanding commercial properties, we're understanding where commercial's going. I think it is an excellent time to um, to enjoy your vacant, buy at a low price a commercial property, yep. buy at a low interest rate a commercial property and enjoy the vacancy because yep. um, you enjoying the vacancy is actually gonna help um, buy the property lower and going to help get the interest is, is, is that's why your interest rate's so low because these properties, some of these properties are vacant. But Michael, how many uh, out of the commercial properties in the Northern beaches, how many are there? What was that? Sorry. How many commercial properties on the Northern beaches? For sale or in general? I just full stop uh, like uh, commercial um, industrial. Um, I think how it's many? about 6,000. Uh, okay. How many? How many are vacant? Uh, I don't know. There's 750 for lease. Okay. So the vacancy is probably 10%. sitting at about 10%. Vacant. 10, 12, 12% vacant. Okay. There you go. But hang on a second. A lot of those are repeats. Yeah. There would be a lot that would be multiple agents. So it's probably closer to 500. Okay. So we're probably about 8% of the, of the Northern Beaches commercial industrial properties are vacant. Compared to residential, which is under one. Which is a big, yeah. 
Okay. Vacancy for commercial uh, residential is one percent, and and yeah, commercial is about ten percent, eight to ten. I like your numbers. Beautiful, love numbers. So I think it's it's a good opportunity. Uh, what's Andrew saying here? All that has happened is their revenue has been brought forward. Yep, that's relating to Coles and Woolies. Paper. A lot of people. Yes. It's not extra revenue. Very good point. It's not extra. It's just brought forward. Not extra. Not I like some of the local businesses in your social media posts as how close they are. It may be to your property. Yeah, just always help expose and market um, businesses. Now, well, look at that way. A lot of energy won't be of people coming into your store. So you can either do nothing or you could focus that energy into marketing and how you can get from your product from your store to their homes. If people aren't walking into your door, put some energy into how you can get it to them. That's a good way to be focusing. If you weren't online, if you had a business and you weren't online now, you have to be online because if people aren't out on the street, they're not going to Just about to say that. If you've yeah. got a friend or family that's uh, that's very proud of not being digital, not having digital, not you having their business, business on, yeah. I think if you can help that friend, that's good. You know what I mean? Like if you can... Um, help them say, look, let's sit down and I'll, I'll get your, your Insta account, your Facebook account, your LinkedIn account going. I'll help you with some posts, get those businesses yes. hyper, hyper digital because uh, the, the amount of digital that's been consumed in the last week or two has just gone like that. Huge, yeah. It's just gone, he's just skyrocketed up because people are at home more. They're at home more. Yep. Alrighty, I think that's a wrap it's for almost 30 minutes. <laughs> Big topic. All good. Commercial property takeouts are support your local. Yeah, support local. Um, it's not extra money into the market. It's just revenue brought forward. So be smart. If you've been fortunate enough to have a year's revenue in one month, be smart. Uh, focus where people are not focusing uh, in buying. But, uh, for example, everyone's on residential at the moment. Look at commercial where there's enjoy no Enjoy the there. vacancy. Enjoy, buy cheaper, enjoy the vacancy so you can hold it and play the long game is a big one. Yep. Play the long yep. game. Yep. Giddy up. Giddy up. Good All luck. good, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless, God bless Warren Buffett. Yes. Bye-bye. See you, man. Bye.